Hey everybody, time for the digital marketing news this week. I actually have some really important stuff this week and at the end of this video, I have a quote that just might change your entire day, might change your entire week. Actually, it was sent to me by a spammer in my inbox and it's just a quote that I absolutely loved. Make sure you stay around and check that out. Try to get through all this real quick so that you can get the news, uh, important stuff for digital marketing and then get back to back to your day, okay? So first thing is <clears throat> there is a core uh, web a core update for Google, a big core update that really impacted all the search results over the last couple weeks. Now there's another one coming out. This next one is called the Google Experience Update. Okay, it's, a, it's an update around specific things around experience within Google. So here's a couple things that you need to know. It's happening slowly, so they say, and you probably won't see all the impact until August, all right? And it probably won't impact your site that much, that's what they say, but a couple things that you need to know. On June 17th, Google started using page experience metrics to determine eligibility for top stories. So top stories in Google, you're on a mobile phone, you see the stories at the top. It's something where it kind of pulls out stories, mostly from new sites. Um, you're also soon gonna see the AMP badge go away, Accelerate Mobile Pages, AMP badge going away. Seeing some people maybe moving away from AMP just a little bit now that there aren't all these benefits that you get from it. And then Google is gonna continue to test page experience, a page experience badge, so a badge specifically for that, but it offers no report on when it will formally be rolled out. And uh, that's what you need to know about that. So it's another kind of update that's coming right after this big update. And we'll probably see some stuff uh, move around a little bit as a result of that. Next thing, there's a new search engine that's coming out. It's called Brave. Brave, is, it's a competitor to Google. So keep an eye out for that. Now it's kind of like DuckDuckGo. We're seeing these privacy focused search engines come into the market. Uh, big backlash in general about tracking and privacy online, obviously. So Brave, um, there's a couple little things you might want to know about it, but they don't have ads. They might do ads in the future. Um, they don't track your uh, you, your searches, your clicks. Um, you know, they disclose any information. They don't disclose any information or anything like that. And they um, also are doing one other thing in, in addition to not tracking. They're promising not to steal your content and then display it in their search engines, which has been obviously a pretty big hot button for a lot of people as we're seeing zero clicks continue to grow inside of Google. So Google takes your content, displays it as a rich result, displays it as a voice result. You get a lot of impressions, you know, you get some, obviously your brand gets out there, it turns into conversions down the road in many cases, but um, they're saying they won't do that. And what is the future of all that for Google? How long can they continue taking more and more content from websites and displaying it and getting away with it? I don't know. Next thing, um, this is pretty big. So a lot of news on Shopify lately. If you've been following this, both Shopify and WooCommerce now are able to have feeds that directly feed in, into Google, um, into Google Shopping and, and into that whole kind of landscape. Now, another thing that's pretty big is now all Google merchants can accept payment with Shopify. Now, Shopify previously had a deal with Facebook where they could accept payments through Facebook and through Instagram. Now they can accept payments directly through Google Merchant. Now this is a huge deal. Uh, it's kind of like now a PayPal type of integration, but it's specifically Shopify. They're going to make a lot of money on it. And um, you know, I think we'll see more Shopify integrations continue to pop up. I'm sure they're looking at targeting TikTok. But what's important is if you're building your tech stack, right? 
WooCommerce, Shopify, these are, are good options. Essentially what they said, the statement is each day, more than 1.8 billion people log on to Facebook and a billion shopping sessions take place around, across Google. By bringing ShopPay, it's called ShopPay, to all merchants regardless of the commerce platform they use, we're making an industry-leading checkout more accessible to independent brands at a time when finding and converting customers has never been more important. Now, here's a big stat that they came out with. they interested, actually know another entrepreneur who's working on the same problem on a more micro scale, but essentially they said, according to reports, checkout with ShopPay is 70% faster than an average online checkout, and it also got a 1.2 higher conversion rate. So they're playing up that Oh, it's a performance thing, it's an integration thing, it's an easier thing. Shopify, wow. I bought some Shopify stock a couple weeks ago and I'm not giving you stock tips, but um, I don't know, it's doing okay. Next thing, Google rolls out Search Console Insights. So inside of Google Search Console, they obviously have all these reports. Now there's a new report, kind of series of reports rather, that are Search Console Insights. Make sure to go check them out. It looks like some, some really great stuff. And um, as of right now, you're gonna be able to click a link in a banner and Search Console will take you to a new screen where, you're, where you will see search act, site activity for the past 28 days. Uh, the tool is gonna show you how many clicks you got from Google Search. It's gonna show you how much that number increased or decreased from the previous month. Below that, you're gonna see the most search queries that brought people to your site. You're also gonna see where those keywords land in the search results. Cool new thing, go ahead and check it out. Um, I'll make sure in the next couple of weeks, maybe we'll do a whole demo on it for the YouTube channel. If you'd like to take a, take a, a little stroll around Search Insights with me, we can do that. And then next thing, Google's updating the top stories carousel. So we talked about that a, a moment ago, right, with all that news that's coming out around AMP and, and ex the experience update, right? So now we've got Google updating the top story carousel, which is also being impacted by that. And um, here's what you need to know. Looks like we got three things. AMP is no longer required for inclusion in top stories. We kind of already knew that. The AMP icon is going to go away and Google will eliminate swiping on the carousel. They've decided that they don't want you to be able to swipe. Next thing, Google explains the difference between audience expansion and optimized targeting. Okay, so if you're on the paid media side, this is a, a, a thing that came out. And essentially, according to a spokesperson, audience expansion limited campaigns from benefiting from Google's auto-targeting auto system by expanding only on the user selected audiences okay now on the other hand optimized targeting is a new paradigm for auto targeting that can move beyond any selected criteria to optimize into the best performing audiences for a given ad group while meeting the campaign objectives so bottom line they think you're in better hands with optimized targeting next thing facebook is getting into podcast integration so now you've got another place that you can syndicate your podcast if you're interested in doing that. And uh, I'm kind of surprised it took this long, but Facebook announced that you can connect your podcast RSS feed to a Facebook page, then users can enjoy your podcast. They won't ever have to leave Facebook. So now if you want to listen to podcasts on Facebook, you can do that through this new um, ability. So they never have to leave. It can be running in the background. They're going to enable users to create 
and share short clips from podcasts on the platform. You can just share some a few seconds. Like if I said something really cool right now, if I said, hey, um, you can now have your podcast on Facebook. You can just cut that part out and share it on Facebook with your friend and people could listen to it over and over again. And then, um, yeah, you know, so, hey, now I think we got to do that one right? If, if we're into podcasting. Um, but then it's like, well, what do you just have your own Facebook page just for your podcast? Or would it go on your business page? That'd be a lot for a business page, maybe a little bit too much. Now you have to think about your Facebook podcasting strategy. I'm sure we'll have some content coming out on that in the future. And then next, Twitter is getting closer to emoji reactions to tweets. So you will be able to use an emoji uh, to respond to a tweet inside of Twitter. A lot there. A lot there this week, right? If you're a podcaster, you got to think about that. Check out the new Search Console Insights, e-commerce, shop pay. Take a look at Brave and keep your eye on your keywords for the last couple months. Last thing I said, I said I would tell you what this spam, some spammer sent something to me. I read it, but I liked it because I love Tao stuff. Like it's, uh, it's, it's really great. 365 days of, of uh, Tao is a book that I absolutely love if you haven't uh, checked it out. It's just good stuff. Here's the quote. If you look to others for fulfillment, you will never truly be happy. If your happiness depends on money, you will never be happy with yourself. Be content with what you have. Rejoice in the way things are. When you realize there is nothing lacking, the whole world belongs to you. I hope you had a fantastic week. Thanks for watching, and I'll see you next week. Goodbye.